0: And welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Get Out of Your Own Way in Your Relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. So when I say get out of your own way in your relationship, I'm talking about self-sabotage in relationship. And what I mean by self-sabotage is it's all about behaviors, actions, or attitudes that someone has that basically undermines the health, happiness, and success of the relationship. You know, the pattern of behaviors or thoughts that create problems drama, conflicts, anything that gets in the way of the growth and stability of the relationship. I like the way Alice P. Cornon-Selby, the author of What's Your Sabotage, defines it. She says self-sabotage is when we say we want something and then go about making sure it doesn't happen. (laughs) I'll give you an example of this with Trent's story. Trent, not his real name, of course, He was a good guy, you know, he had good intentions, and yet he had this knack for self sabotaging his relationships. No matter how well things were going, he somehow found a way to F things up. He would do all kinds of things, and mostly subconscious, not intentional. He would do stuff that would undermine trust, you know, like keeping secrets, things he would do behind their backs being dishonest and lying. For example, he would hide how stressed he was at work and then pretending that everything was fine. Then he would make decisions without his partner's input, like not making plans when he was asked to do so or canceling plans that they had made together. He would say that he was protecting them from unnecessary worry or whatever. Um, Another thing that he would do was avoid talking about their future. And one thing he never did was cheat, but he certainly thought about it. Um, Even when things would be going well, Trent would search for clues that would make him doubt the relationship. You know, the slightest thing would cause him to doubt. Say his girlfriend would make a comment about an actor she's watching on TV, like she found him attractive, he would get jealous and say something like, is that the kind of guy you want for a boyfriend? And he would think the relationship was doomed. Well, needless to say, he was pretty insecure. Uh, There was other stuff that he did too, or should I say, he didn't do, (laughs) because he procrastinated a lot. You know, avoiding responsibilities within the relationship, not doing his part, leaving everything up to his partner. And as I just mentioned, he would avoid making specific plans and he would often distract himself with other activities like spending extra time golfing or hanging out with his friends rather than focus on his relationship. In pursuit of his personal growth, he often prioritized his own journey over the needs of his relationship, saying he needed space for him to get to know himself better. And, and even with his personal growth, he found it terrifying to make himself vulnerable, you know, being open and sharing his feelings. Oh, and, and one more thing I'll add is that as frustrated as his partners would get with Trent, he was always the one to end the relationship. Well, one day he met Tessa, not her real name. She was a woman who seemed to understand Trent in a way that no one else had. And despite Trent's past patterns, he really, really wanted to make this relationship work. And in talking with one of his good friends, his friend was blunt and told him straight up that if he wanted it to work out with Tessa, that he had to stop getting in his own way. You know, stop the self-sabotage. And Trent really took what his friend said to heart and believed that there was something going on. And the good news here was that Trent was into personal growth, and he saw this as a huge opportunity to grow and to break free from his self-sabotaging tendencies. And he realized that he would need some help doing it. Well, his friend referred him to me, and Trent decided to give me a try. Well, as I got to know Trent, he shared a lot about his past. He was very open, and he shared how his mother had left him and his family when he was 10 years old, never to be seen again. And it started to make sense to me, and could explain why he established these self-sabotaging patterns in his relationships. It looked to me like the root of his self-sabotage was his underlying fear of abandonment. You know, his mom left him. When I asked Trent to take a look at the fact that his mom left him at an early age, whether it could have anything to do with his self-sabotaging pattern, it was like one of these moments, man, where I could see his face light up. And he was like, yeah, because I'm afraid they'll leave me. (laughs) And he said that made a lot of sense to him. Now, despite his personal growth journey, Trent had never made the connection between his fear of abandonment and his tendency to self-sabotage his relationships. Well, with this realization, we got to work. And Trent learned about mindfulness strategies. Um, He understood and started practicing self-compassion for the loss of his mom and the impact it had on his relationships and his life. Um, We worked on developing empathy and learning mindful communication skills. And as he explored these concepts, Trent began to uncover and heal more and more of the underlying issues that contributed to his self-sabotage. Now, through introspection, Trent discovered the profound impact that his fear of abandonment had on his relationships. I helped him navigate through his emotions, the difficult emotions, you know. Um, I gave him tools to address and heal his past wounds so he could move forward. And Trent gradually gained the confidence to confront his fears and his insecurities, which allowed him to be more present and more invested in his relationship with Tessa. Now, as Trent continued his personal growth journey, he found that the mindfulness and communication skills he had learned became really valuable tools in building a healthy and thriving relationship. He began to appreciate the importance of being vulnerable and open in order to build trust and a strong emotional connection with Tessa. And with these newfound insights and skills, Trent transformed from a self-saboteur to a partner committed to the growth and success of his relationship. And Tessa witnessed the positive changes in Trent and admired his dedication to overcoming his past. Together, they navigated the challenges, uh, building a sense of trust, um, understanding, and of course love that allowed their relationship to flourish. And Trent's story is a testament to the transformative power of self-awareness, mindfulness, and the willingness to seek support. so important, but also discovered his inner strength to create a healthy and fulfilling connection with Tessa. So in Trent's story, there are several classic signs of self-sabotage, you know, like him breaking down trust in his relationships by having secrets, being dishonest and lying, um, always finding a reason to doubt the relationship, procrastinating and neglecting responsibility in his relationship, being afraid to open up and being vulnerable, Uh, his insecurity, you know, by comparing himself to others. And even in his pursuit of personal growth, prioritizing it over his relationship so he didn't have to take responsibility in making the relationship work. And a classic sign that there was fear of abandonment was because he was the one who always ended the relationships. So, do any of these signs ring a bell for you? (laughs) Well, there are other signs of self-sabotage. Um, I'll start with creating conflicts, you know, intentionally starting conflicts or arguments over something minor, which can lead to unnecessary tension and stress in the relationship. Um, Seeking drama, oh man, (laughs) you know, stereotypically women are associated with creating drama, yet men can create drama too in their relationships to test their partner's commitment. And this can really damage trust and the overall stability of the relationship. Another sign of self-sabotage could be holding back affection or support. You know, by refusing to show affection or give emotional support or not engage in healthy communication. All that can sabotage the emotional connection in the relationship. Um, Being over-dependent or overly independent It's almost two of the same. Whether you're overly dependent on a partner or way too independent can throw off the balance of the relationship. Make sense? Um, Another thing to notice is your self talk or self criticism. This is really big in uh, self sabotage. You know, if you're always putting yourself down and beating yourself up, it can lead to low self confidence and low self esteem which can impact the relationship negatively. I mean, low self-esteem ain't sexy, right? Yeah. And one last thing I'll talk about is being resistant to change. That's another big one for self-sabotage. If you're not willing to adapt to changing circumstances or work together to address your issues, it can hold you back. It can hold back progress for the long term of the relationship which I'm always preaching, and that's what you're going for, the long term of the relationship. Now, in Trent's case, his fear of abandonment was the root of his self-sabotage. Now, self-sabotage often does stem from our personal fears, our insecurities, unresolved issues, or, of course, our past relationship experiences, it can also be a reflection of our own struggles within ourselves, you know, that we project our own stuff onto our partner, and that can damage a relationship's trust and stability as well. So, recognizing these self-sabotaging behaviors that I mention is the first step toward addressing and overcoming them. Doing so can lead to healthier and more fulfilling relationships, for sure. And I encourage anyone who's listening who may be struggling with self-sabotage or maybe you're starting to recognize that you are self-sabotaging your relationship or maybe you suspect someone who is, reach out for help because you can overcome this so you can be a better you in relationship and live the life you love, just like Trent. And if you want, I've got a free consultation that you can schedule with me simply by going to my website, menonthepathtolove.com. I'll give you an hour, and we can talk about how I could best support you. Now, before I let you go, I have a quote from motivational writer William Arthur Ward. He says, The road to success is littered with the remnants of self-sabotage. Clear the path, and success will find you. Yeah, and this, of course, applies to the success of your relationship, but also your career or anything your heart desires. And that will do it for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Get Out of Your Own Way in Relationship episode. Now, coming up on the next episode, I'm going to share Evan's story, where he had to decide whether he was ready for a long-term relationship or not. You'll hear some of my story as well. Please join me for the Ready or Not, How to Tell if You're Ready for a Long-Term Relationship episode. And remember, if you have any questions or issues in your relationship you need help with, comments or topics you'd like for me to cover on the show, or for any reason, just email me at bill at com. That's bill at com. And as always, if you know someone you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.